Welcome to the Shot of Espresso podcast, presented to you by Ray's Ramblings. Are you on a mission to be great? Because life is way too short to not make the most of it. My name is Ray Gardner, and I wanted this podcast to serve as a mirror, and for you to look in the mirror and hold yourself accountable to be the best version of yourself. Let's be great together. Let's get it, people. What's up, people? Welcome to the Shot of Espresso. All right, today's episode, I want to bring you perspective. I always have two goals for doing the Shot of Espresso. One, to get you hyped, to get you mentally focused to start your day. Quick little Shot of Espresso for you to continue being the best version of yourself. Secondly, and equally as, more, uh, as important, is I want to bring you perspective. I think the way to change this world and unite us as one is to one, listen to others, meaning your experience does not exist when you listen into another story. Uh, and secondly, uh, perspective. Uh, the more we can realize that uh, although we live on one universe, we have different experiences and we can be empathetic to those experiences, uh, it will actually bring us closer together and we will have respect and unite as one. That's always my philosophy. So I want to bring you a little story that happened to me two months ago um, and just kind of talk about like the, the insight of being an African-American in today's society, uh, especially amongst uh, people who doesn't look like me. Uh, doesn't mean that's a bad thing at all. Uh, it's just a fact. You grow up being around uh, people that look like you in a certain culture. And as you move uh, in life, sometimes you get away from that. Uh, it's it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just what it is. So uh, about two two months ago, uh, I was talking to my wife and she ride horses. So one of my things is I'm not just trying to be uh, a great trainer or a speaker people. All right. I'm trying to be great in everything I do. It doesn't matter if I'm a great trainer, a great speaker, if I'm a terrible husband. So the same way I work on trying to be a trainer is the same way I work on trying to be a husband. I'm always trying to work at it. So I asked her, I said, hey, babe, I said, um, does it matter if I come see you ride horses or not? I mean, obviously, I know if it's an event or something like that, yeah, I should be there. But like, do you want my presence or is that your space to uh, get, get have fun yourself? Is that your own space that you don't want me to enter? And shockingly, she turned around and said, I'm so glad you asked me that. You know, Ray, I've been riding for years. Um, I ride now. I took some time off and now I'm riding. And I ride two times a week. And it would make my life if my husband was to come to watch me ride just once a month. And I'm like, done. People, done. Easy. Husband of the year coming right up. All right. So um, it was my first Saturday back after being injured. And I, I rocked the class and I was on a high. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to see my boo ride. So what I did was I got the address and I and I went out there. And I went, uh, this was the east side of Florida. So as I went east, uh, as I went east, it becomes a little more country. So uh a lot, a lot more land. So what happens is uh I get there slightly before her. I called her, I said, Hey babe, where you at? She said, I'm I'm 10 minutes behind you. I'm so excited to see you. Uh I'll be there in a second. I said, All right, cool. So I'm going 45 miles per hour and I'm coming around this curve. 
And when I'm coming around this curve, uh, the GPS told me to stop. And I didn't know which driveway to pull in. So uh, I pull in the this first one I see. Um, and I pull in. And first thing I notice uh, as I'm going in is a huge Trump flag. All right. Obviously, that doesn't mean the person racist. But as an African-American in today's society, I understand that that flag can mean several different things. So when I looked at it, I was like, all right, cool. As an African-American, it just tells me, yo, Ray, be aware. That's it. Just be aware. All right, cool. So um, when I pull in the gate, there's a big gate and I can see the horses behind it. So as I pull in the gate, uh, I call her and she told me, all right, I'm like five minutes behind you. I'll be there in a second. I said, all right, cool. Uh, it was a driveway. And on the side of the driveway, it's about six inches before you get to the grass. So when you're going down this driveway, you have to go all the way down to the house before you actually turn around. So I'm like, all right, cool. And as I'm going down, I got uh, the drop top. I got the uh, convertible down. Uh, my scooter is in the back. Uh, shades on. I'm feeling myself, people. All right. And um, so I'm telling her that, all right, I will see you in a second as a man comes out the house. I'm like, bet, because I just want to make sure I'm in the same house. So I'm happy to see this guy. So I'm like, all right, babe, well, I pull up, and the man is right next to me. And I say, hey, all right, I'm here. I'm going to talk to you in a little bit. She said, okay, cool. So I turned to the guy, and I looked at his face, and I can, I can just see hate right away. And I'm like, oh, shit. All right. I said, uh, hey, sir. I said, um, my wife ride horses. So uh, I'm just curious if I was in the, in the right spot. I've never been out here. He cut me off and said, yo, I'm going to need you to elaborate why you here. I said, shit. Um, hey, I'm just, I'm just, for the, this is my first time out here. Uh, I just wanted to uh, come and support my wife. She ride horses. And I just wanted to not see the horses in the back. And he was like, hold on, wait. Are you, are you fucking stupid? Are you stupid? Can you not read? It's a sign right there that say horses. He said, it's right next door. You in the wrong damn place. I said, all right, man. I, hey, look, I'm, I'm sorry. As he said that, I looked at him and I noticed that he had his hands behind his back. So he got a gun right behind his back and he's looking at me and he's conversating. And I, at that moment, I was really nervous. And I was like, man, I don't know if I'm gonna make it out of this situation. I said, I just gotta be cool, calm and collective and figure out a way to get out. So as he's talking to me, I'm telling him, I mean, he didn't say a word to me. So I said, I said, all right. I said, man, yo, I'm sorry. I said, I apologize. I said, I never, uh, like I, when I was going around the 45 mile per hour curve, I didn't realize, and he cut me off. He said, yo, I don't give a shit about your excuse. What I need you to do is get out of here. And I don't ever want to see you again. And I said, I said, touche, sir. I said, I apologize, man. Uh, you have a wonderful day. And I turned around and I left. And uh, when I left, I was shaking because I seen the hate in his, I seen the hate in his eyes. And uh, to be completely honest, like, you know, uh, someone asked me, do I think, was it because I was black or because he was an asshole? Well, the, the truth about it is, it's, it's hard to sometimes detect or it's hard to explain the difference because uh, every racist person is an asshole, but not every asshole is a racist person. 
how I viewed it is the amount of unnecessary hate in his eyes for no particular reason is the reason why I know that it was particularly because of the way I look. Simply, he could have said, even with the gun, he could have said, oh, shit, you talking about next door? Oh, man, look, the horses is next door, man. Uh, I know they super close together. I get this all the time. Or anything, anything. He just, oh, yeah, no, you're in the wrong spot next door. All right, sir, thank you. Beautiful spot. All right, I'm out. That's it. So when I left, I left and I uh, went next door. And I proceeded to wait for my wife. But I was like, uh, I just didn't feel safe. And I didn't know if he was going to come back out again. Uh, I didn't know. I just feel like I escaped death and I wanted to get out of there. So I left and I called my wife and uh, she was distraught. I told her, hey, babe. Explain the situation. I like he pulled a gun out on me. I said, I said I'm 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 not. I don't feel comfortable around here. And uh, we met at a, a Starbucks, and she was crying, man, and super sad, and uh, and I was super hurt, and and it really bothered me. Um, immediately after that, I think it was the big man speaking because immediately after that, uh, I got a call from. Uh, Toya D, uh, my girl Key, uh, two African-American female gym owners uh, in town and said that they was having a party at the gym and wanted me to stop by. It's exactly who I needed at the moment because I needed to be surrounded by people who looked like me that I wouldn't have to explain what happened. As soon as I started talking, they could already understand where it was going. And it's crazy how my experience it's very similar to theirs. So we talked for hours and hours and hours and hours. And uh, it brought life back to me. The reason why I wanted to tell this story is because in my community, I do a lot of great things. Uh, in my community, outside of my community, I try to pride myself on just simply being a kind person. That's it. And a lot of people would think that it wouldn't happen to me. Not Ray. No. He's too good of a person. Uh, he's a great trainer, a great activist in the community. Uh, he does a lot for the community, and he has a kind heart. Anybody with Ray. After a while, I, I sat up there and I thought about it. Like, you know, no matter how much I do in my community, how I'm viewed in my community, when I step out of my community, I'm just a black guy to a lot of people. And however you feel about that is just, just how you feel. Um, but I will say, it was really cool for me to tell this exact same story to um, people that I train. And uh, after class, like, you know, it was, it was a lot of people saying, hey man, like, I hope, I hope you don't think I'm like that because, you know, like uh, I'm a Trump supporter, and I always wanted to tell people like, like, like that wasn't about. I don't think every Trump supporter is racist, you know. Uh, I'm just saying when I see a big flag as an African American male, and what I have seen, is two versions of that flag, It's two versions of that story, and it, I'm not isolating anybody into one. It was super cool for people to realize that, um, to be appreciative for uh, what I do and who I am. And 
a lot of people was asking me, hey, man, should I should give me the address? And I'm like, no, nah, it's not about that. Um, so I encourage you to get perspective. Uh, if you, when when uh, when African Americans are talking about something particular, like actually listen to them uh, because your experience sometimes can be different from theirs, whether you are a different race or the same race. Uh, or it's different locations. So when a woman is talking about her perspective on something, I'm not allowed to tell her what to think or how to feel. I'm just obligated to listen. And for me, when this situation happened that was mentally crippling, uh, I, for two weeks, man, I just didn't know what to do, how to think. I was really upset and mad. It was people that came back and just purely listened to me and just simply said, I'm sorry you had to go through what you went through. And I'm here if you ever need me. And that type of encouragement encouraged me to continue doing what I do. It's bad people in the world. It's bad people that's working on making this world a shittier place. But it's way more good people that's working to make this world the best it can possibly be. For ourselves and for our young ones. So I encourage you to make sure the same way you work at at your job 40 hours a week is the same way I want you to work on being kind to individuals. So if somebody just needs somebody to somebody needs you to just listen to them, listen to them. Uh if you can help out, if you can help out, help out. Uh if somebody need advice, give it to them. If somebody just need to listen to ear, just give it to them. That's how you make the world a better place. So I just wanted to bring you some perspective on how even the more kind-hearted individuals in your community can still go through things that they might not deserve, uh, but they can persevere as long as the culture around them is still magnificent. So that's my espresso time, people. Just wanted to give you perspective on how being a community activist sometimes can be troubling outside of the area that they are active in. Just perspective, people. Y'all have a great day. Shine Express. Thank you for listening to the Ray's Ramblings Podcast. I hope it brought you value this week. If it did, make sure you subscribe and follow Ray's Ramblings on social media. If you want the key points, bonus materials from this episode and future episodes, head over to raiseramblers.com slash podcast and sign up for the Ray Club. You also get special perks, early access, and weekly motivation sent directly to your inbox, people. All of it for free. Just by signing up for the Ray Club at raiseramblers.com slash podcast. Again, thanks for listening, people. Have a great week and be the best version of yourself.